Sunday Morning Magazine. More information about the show can be found on our Facebook page. Like us and visit us at Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear. You can also hit us up on Instagram and Twitter at Rodney Lear on air. On the phone with me now is New York Times bestselling author Sharon Draper. It's our pleasure to welcome Sharon Draper back to Sunday Morning Magazine. Good morning, Sharon. How are you? Well, good morning. I'm delighted to be here with you once again. All right. Now, you recently did something that I thought was really cool. You were with NASDAQ, right? So what yes. was what was that about and how was that? A committee from NASDAQ called me a couple of months ago and said, we want to do something uh, to celebrate Black History Month here at NASDAQ. It's just a small group. And uh, we've chosen your book, Blended, to be our uh, our novel. So I guess about uh, 15 or 20 of them read the book. And, um, and then we had an online discussion about it. They got to ask me questions. I got to tell them little insights. And it was just wonderful. It was so refreshing. Right. And because these were adults, not children, who were reading books for themselves as well as for their families. And uh, it was delightful. Good, good. And so I understand that you got a huge shout out on the tower there, a tower shot at NASDAQ. Is that right? Yes. I was, my, me and my picture was up on the tower in New York City. Like anybody who was anybody who was driving downtown on that day got to see me. <laughs> that was a thrill. Uh, that's awesome. So let me ask you this now. Recently, one of your books was featured on the Today Show for Black History Month as well. Is that right? Yes, uh, Stella by Starlight was mentioned on the Today Show, and uh, Kwame Alexander was on, and he he did a real good job talking about, uh, you know, Black History Month and reading and his books, and he was gracious enough to mention several other authors and their books, because, you know, we all have to take care of each other, and we're in this together. It's not just my books, it's all of our books and all of the books that are available to young people to read. So let me ask you this. Now, you taught for 25 years in the public school system right here in Cincinnati at Wanted Hills. Um, You're also National Teacher of the Year, in case anybody didn't know that. You made history in so many other ways, You have all your books. But as we look at what we're going, what teachers are going through now with this pandemic, what are you hearing from your uh, former colleagues? Are you hearing anything? What, what is that conversation like? Uh, I talk to teachers on a regular basis because they contact me too, uh, sometimes for suggestions of what do I do, you know, how do I connect my kids who are sitting at home in their bedroom to books. It's so hard for them. I really, really feel for the teachers and the students and the schools because it's not normal. It's not and it, this, it's very, very difficult to make it right. But what I tell them is the only thing that can get uh, a student out of the television, out of um, all of the zillions of possibilities to be available on a screen, is to find a book, pick up a book, and read it. And many teachers are doing that. I know teachers that drove to their uh, students' houses and passed out books and goodie bags, mm. bags of candy and books, and went to every single student's house 
you know, during the height of the shutdown. I've had teachers who have, um, uh, you know, created special activities and done all kinds of unbelievably creative activities online that we didn't even know existed a year ago because they had to do it, and that's what teachers do. So I salute them. Right. Hard. Yeah. Very hard. I would bet. So uh, we're in Black History Month. You're part of this Black History uh, Month show. Um, growing up, who did you look to for inspiration in terms of um, maybe writers or just um, in, in terms of African-American history? <laughs> it's funny. Uh, African-American history wasn't discussed when I was in elementary school mm. at all. Um, nobody taught it. It wasn't relevant. It wasn't even mentioned. So it didn't occur to me that it should be important. It was, I was in college before I became aware of many of the black writers that were out there doing it because they were not advertised. They weren't getting mainstream, um, you know, publication information. So I learned by myself. I took a class my senior year on black writers and said, oh, my goodness, <laughs> how could I have missed this? Mm-hmm. So sometimes we have to teach ourselves. And I tell kids, you find what you're interested in. You find what you like. You find what you're looking for. It's there. And librarians, they call themselves library media specialists now, are there online and in person, and they will help connect you to a book that you want to read or need to read. And in case you're just tuning in, you're listening to Sunday Morning Magazine. I'm Rodney Lear. All morning long, we're talking to local women who are making black history themselves. On the phone with me now is New York Times bestselling author and former National Teacher of the Year, Sharon Draper. Now, let's talk about this now, your book, Blended. We had you on uh, when that book first came out, but it's so very timely, and especially what we saw in the, um, going on in this country over the summer when we talk about police shooting and racial identity and racial issues. That book is so timely. No, I'm so I know, I'm sure that's one of the reasons NASDAQ picked up on it, but let's talk about that and how relevant that book is, Blended. Uh, Blended is about... Uh, um a little girl who's biracial and uh, therefore she is divided. She's blended as well as divided. She's not real sure about her race. She's not sure about her place in the world. When you're 13, you don't, you're not sure about where you belong in the world anyway. And so she has um, racial disparity she has social disparity she has she has a lot of confusion in her mind simply because she's 13 so as she goes through the book she encounters uh she has a police encounter near the end of the book and i had to make it um reader friendly because my readers are 11 12 13 and i didn't want to make it too jarring but they hear the news Mm-hmm. And they know what's going on. So um, I don't want to give away the end, but when when Isabella has her confrontation with the police at the end, my readers really, really could identify with that. Like, I've had that fear. Something like that almost happened to me that happened to my mother, my uncle, my cousin, my brother. And it's way too prevalent. And we have to do something to change that. So, Sharon Draper, as we look at your body of work as a whole, 
we can see that it's important for you as an author to have characters in the book that young people can identify with, especially young people of color. Yes, yes, because when I was a kid, it didn't exist. And the worst is, it didn't occur to me that it should. Mm. Wow. Nobody ever told me there ought to be black characters in my stories. I just didn't think about it. I loved reading. And it wasn't until I was much older that I said, well, gee, I've never read a story about a black person. Mm. So with your book, Sharon, how do you decide? You talk about many things in your books and you talk about subject matter um, that are that is very relevant. We talked about that. How do you decide on which age level you would like to tell the story in because you write for middle schoolers and young adults? How do you decide? Uh, I have to think about the age of my audience. Uh, For example, I'm writing a story now for three, four, and five-year-olds. And so my grandchildren are my models. Like uh, a four-year-old has limited uh, (laughs) limitations, you know, like a four-year-old doesn't think they can't, you know, they can't, they don't think that they can, that there's anything that they cannot do. So there's a superpower built into the four-year-old, you know, a four-year-old thinks they can fly, which is why you have to watch them because they will jump off the bed, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So you have to put the mindset of a four-year-old or a 10-year-old or a 12-year-old into the story so that the children who read it say, yeah, that's exactly how I feel. So uh, a 12-year-old who is confused and not sure if you want to be a kid or an adult, that I've been there. I've been there with my children, so I know what that feels like. So you have to write that so that the reader says, ah, that's exactly how I feel. So a lot of it has to do with identification of your uh, character and your and your reader All right. and pulling them together. And again, in case you're just tuning in, you're listening to Sunday Morning Magazine in celebration of Black History Month. We're talking to local women who are spreading some black girl magic that are making modern day black history. On the phone with me now is New York Times bestselling author and former National Teacher of the Year, Sharon Draper. You're used to being out. You're used to um, traveling the country, um, touring, um, talking about your books, going into classrooms, going into schools. With pandemic, that has totally changed what has that been like for you? I miss it so much. <laughs> My last plane trip was February 28th of last year. Last year. Wow. So <laughs> a year. It's, it, February 28th, the whole world shut down. And so we have adapted. I had never heard of Zoom before mm-hmm. this started. And all of the other various platforms for online conversations. Um, and so I've learned how to use that. And 99.9% of my interactions now are through the Internet. And uh, I did not ever think I'd be this Internet savvy and able to do that. <laughs> but the young people, that's where they live. So it's easy for them. And the kids will tell me, no, just click on the button on the left and you'll get it. And I click on the button on the left and boom, there it is. So the kids know how to do it, and they are teaching me, which is a good thing. They're taking me into the next generation. But we're managing to muddle through with Internet and online and 
there's still old-fashioned email, and there's ways to, to contact each other. But the in-person m- meetings, I miss so very much. And I hope that we will be able to go back to that maybe next year. All right. Well, you touched on some things. You know, your latest book was Blended, and we talked about that. Um, what are you working on? You talked about the, the book for three- and four-year-olds. Um, is yes. that what you're currently working on? Or what can we look forward to to have in the bookstore from Sharon Draper anytime soon? The, the book for little ones, what month is this? <laughs> this is it's February. Still early. Yeah. This is February. Um, maybe by Christmas? I don't know, because once I finish it and I send it to the company, Mm-hmm. Well, then they send it back to me for corrections, and then I do that and then send it back for more corrections. It's You'd be surprised how many levels of editing there are. But uh, there is a possibility that the end of this year or the beginning of next year, the book for the little ones might be uh, available. And I'm also working on a couple of other things for my usual audience, my, my teens and my preteens. Okay. Uh, but that won't be until sometime next year. All right. Well, thank you so much, Sharon Draper, for taking time to talk to us. I really do appreciate it. Rodney, it is always a delight having a conversation with you. And any time uh, you need to bump my head for knowledge or information or just saying nice things about you. Just call me up. <laughs> well, you you know I will. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thanks, Rodney. I appreciate it. I really do. Peloton, let's go. This holiday, with the right music and the right motivation from world-class instructors. We're going to pick it up a notch. It's the holiday season. You might just surprise yourself with what you're capable of. Work out to thousands of live and on-demand classes, from running to cycling to yoga. Try Peloton risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only, not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. Peloton, motivation that moves you.